Hey, hey, welcome to Horns Up. I'm Animesh. And I'm Peter. And today we are traveling to Sweden to meet Tribulation, specifically guitarist Adam Zars. And that's because the band has just released its fifth studio album, where the gloom becomes sound. Peter, what did you make of the album? I was actually quite surprised uh, as how much I enjoyed the album. I mean, I've not been a huge Tribulation fan. And I don't know. I mean, if I can, I can call their sound the kind of death and roll. What did you think of it? Yeah, I enjoyed this one a lot too. But uh, you know what? This is actually going to be quite a landmark album for the band because of, well, personal issues. We'll get into that and a lot more. So, here we fucking go. And I'd like to welcome Adam to the show. Hi, Adam. How are you doing today? Hi. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm doing fine. But yeah, you know, before we dive into the interview questions, first of all, I want to congratulate you on becoming a father. And uh, as a fellow father, I wanted to just check how are the sleepless nights going so far? <laughs> um, it's, it's fine, actually. Um, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is, but it's so far she's, um, she's, she's sleeping um, quite a lot. Um, and luckily she's not screaming that much during the night, at least. So we're quite lucky there, I think. Um, so, so far so good. She's, she's a month old now, um, yesterday. So, uh, and I mean, I have a, I have a son uh, from before as well. Uh, and he's, he's 11 now. So I've been through this before as so, well. Uh, with a bit of luck, I think we will manage this time around as well. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Not just on the baby, but also on where the gloom becomes sound. <laughs> it's an album that I'm sure will uh, elicit varied responses. Some will comment that it's an excellent follow-up to Down Below. Some will say and continue to lament the lack of death metal. And some will definitely classify it as an album that marks the end of an era of sorts for the band. Um, So what I'd like to ask is, uh, how do you and the band at present view this album? What's the album's purpose or ambition as such, given where Tribulation is at the moment? Uh, Yeah, that's a good question. Um, It's become kind of a different thing now, I think, because of Jonathan, our guitar player, because he he quit the band now. um, And he wrote a lot of the material for the, the album. He wrote seven songs and I wrote three of them. Um, so that's, and that's something new. And then before it's out now, he, he decided to quit. So in, you know, in, in one way, I kind of want to start writing a new album. Uh, and I guess I have already, but slowly. Um, but on the other hand, um, we're all really uh, pleased with how it came out. Um, and I think it's a really strong album. 
and I think it's a step up from 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 down below. So it's a bit ambivalent, I guess, because because of everything. But um, it is what it is, and it's not even out yet. So I, <laughs> it feels it feels old for us, you know, because it's this has been the longest year for for many people, I think, around the world. And we recorded it in in May and June, but it it feels like it was two years ago or something. So. Um, Ambivalent. Um, it's a strong album. We all like it, but at the same time, we're at uh, under strange circumstances from in, in many respects. Mm, yeah, I didn't want to. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry if if like I brought you down as such with the very first question. I no, didn't no, really intend not, that at all. Not at all. Right. Yeah, so, and and this is this is just me talking. Uh, I I'm sure you would have a completely different reply from Johannes, our singer, or Oscar, or our drummer. I, I it's it's um, yeah. This is this is me personally. All right. Cool. So, so you know the press note gave us quite a bit of fodder for this chat, and yeah. you know I'd like to at least start off with the subject material. Um, mm -hmm. It's a lot of magic and mythology, right? So, yeah. were there any particular scriptures or stories in particular? Um, yeah, uh, I mean, Inanna uh, is about Inanna. That's from the well. I, I guess with as with every every ancient myth, it obviously comes in in many different variations. But but I think and Jonathan wrote. Uh, the lyrics to that one, uh, but I think I believe that version is at least from the um, epic of Gilgamesh, which is, I guess, the the oldest myth recorded, at least in the West. Um, then funeral pyre is um, well. So far, I haven't I haven't actually said <laughs> where it's from. I, I kind of like to. To leave some of it for people to to find out on their own, but it, it's not. If you read the lyrics, there are quite clear hints, and it's from one of the biggest and most well-known um, myths from 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 the ancient world. So I guess. And then then the wilderness is. It's not about this. Um, it, it's 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 um, inspired by, and it's not about the text, but it's from. It's an Indian. It's an Indian text actually, that got uh, mm -hmm. got really famous uh, because of the Theosophists and uh, Arthur Avalon. You know John Woodruff, the what it, what was it? I think it was a. Um, he was a judge in the High Court of Calcutta, uh, and he translated. Um, I think it's called Chakra Nirupana, and it's about that, that's because that's why the the idea of the six chakras is or, or is so is so well known in the West. I, I believe that's why because that text got so 
much attention. So that's inspired by, by, by that text. In, in the translation, the translation is called The Serpent Power. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was really interesting, like, because in the note, uh, it mentioned the uh, heavy influence of Indian mythology as well, uh, this time around. Um, though I must point out that Panch Bhut uh, translates to five ghosts and not five elements. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Semantics aside, uh, talk to us about that. Uh, do India, its rich mythology and treasure trove of stories fascinate you or the band? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's, I mean, the, the, the album is, it, it kind of comes off as some kind of a concept album about the five elements. And it's not really like that. And we, we, we usually like to work with what we have and uh, in front of us we, we we are bad at planning stuff and then we kind of <laughs> have faith in the process i guess and uh, on down below both me and jonathan have been reading about uh, the underworld a lot and that's why it ended up being called down below and on this mm -hmm. on this album he he'd been reading about um, the five elements in uh, in uh, Western esoteric tradition, and I had been reading about the five great elements of of uh, I guess it's from Sankhya, mm. Sankhya Arshan. Um, so that that's and we we had both named our songs, you know, as working titles, kind of one song being called fire and so on so that's that's really why we uh, why we ended up having that as kind of a red thread uh, going through the album but uh, to answer the question uh, uh yeah i'm i mean i'm i've been interested and fascinated about indian religion and uh, and myth for, for a long time. And uh, nowadays, that is what I study at the university as well. So mm -hmm. it's, 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 a, it's become kind of a full-time job <laughs> at the moment. So it's safe to assume that we'll be seeing you in our parts of the woods soon, huh? <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. That's the irony, <laughs> That's the irony of it. I've, I've never, never been to India. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you familiar with uh, horror stories from Indian mythology? Um, no. Well, maybe. That that depends on 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 what you classify as as horror stories, I guess. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you know, another point I must mention is that you know the press note doesn't describe uh, where. Doom becomes sound, your sixth album, as you know, the heaviest or the fiercest, which are, you know, adjectives now have become typical for most bands to kind of market their latest release. Instead, it says this is the band's most expressive album. So, <laughs> which brings me to the question what is it that Tribulation are expressing on this album? Well, it's, it's what we've been trying to express. Um... From the first album really and that's what is really summed up in in the title 
uh, I mean, that's it's kind of vague, uh, and but it, I think it's pretty difficult to to describe it really. Uh, what I mean, where the gloom becomes sound um, is we've always done our best to to express and convey the some kind of some kind of feeling that we we found in in other works of art that inspired us um, and that could have been music uh, it could be a painting or it could be a movie and and from 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 the very first um, album i think we and getting inspired to to write that album we we kind of uh got <laughs> stuck almost in 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 the Werner Herzog movie Nosferatu mm. and okay. not necessarily you know what's going on in that movie but but the the atmosphere of that movie and that the atmosphere of that movie to me at least kind of sums up what we've been trying to express ever since and not not all the time i mean an hour of music is 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 a long time but uh, as some inspiration we've been trying to express that kind of gloom as we as we label it here all right uh, so you know this is your sixth album in 15 years which makes me kind of wonder is has it become easier or harder to write and record new music now? Well, both, I would say. It depends on 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 the time. Uh, personally, I have I have kind of bursts of creativity, um, and if I'm lucky, that happens around the <laughs> the the making of an album. Um, so it, it kind of depends, but the thing that I find kind of difficult nowadays is to to keep our music up to date with you know the who we are as people nowadays, because I see especially extreme metal as as it started out at least. There was music by teenagers and young adults for teenagers and young adults. It's it was quite specific, it, you know, tape tape trading and 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 all that. So, and that was easy, of course, when we were seventeen and twenty-two or whatever. Um, so I find that kind of difficult to to still have the the tribulation um, how should I put it the tribulation um, frame I guess uh, and still keep that up to date with ourselves and and true to ourselves because we 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 never wanna and we've never wanted to just create something f from like a a finished um, you know now we're gonna write a, 
a death metal song or now we're gonna write a black metal song we 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 always wanted that part of the creative process to be open and uh, and true to ourselves uh, and i still think we can be um but that's that's still the most difficult aspect of it i would say we'll get to the uh, tribulation frame that you spoke of in a bit but why don't we play a song from the album now mm -hmm. so which one should we play and why um then i think you should play in remembrance maybe okay and why that's is that an interesting choice yeah I guess that's a long one, but <laughs> <laughs> that was the first one I thought about. It's okay. also the song that kicks off the entire album. Yeah. Mm. Okay, cool. Here it is. Here's In Remembrance.
Now, Adam, for this particular album, I wanted to kind of understand how the songwriting process works in the band. Um, Jonathan, you said, uh, wrote around seven songs and you uh, wrote the others. So both of you shared songwriting duties as such. Uh, I wanted to know how you guys present the songs to the rest of the band. Do you bring them in fully demoed out the very last detail with all the parts in place? Or uh, do you write them out and mm. share like sheets or tabs or something with everybody else? Or is it something like what we've heard uh, Iron Maiden and Steve Harris do, which is he comes in with the melody firmly in his head and he just humps it out for the rest of the band to follow <laughs> along? Well, that, that used to be the case. Um, <laughs> and I, I did that at least up till our, you know, our third album. Um, and Jonathan has been become quite good at, you know, recording stuff on his own. And um, I've tried, I, I can never quite figure it out. <laughs> so, <laughs> so for for uh, for down below, uh, when or the drummer we have now, Oscar, when he joined the band, he he actually helped me demo the songs. Um, how I did it this time around as well, kind of, at least. Jonathan, uh, you know, has pretty much everything to the last detail uh, <laughs> uh, down on the demo. Uh, but then, you know, that's not the end of, that's not the end of the process. Mm -hmm. um, then we, we started this um, recording by just rehearsing and rearranging if we wanted to, to do that, the songs for, for, for about 10 days. Um, so as it's been at least for the past three albums, we've um, We've, you know, made demos, then sent them to the rest of the guys. Um, and then everyone can say his opinion about anything, really. And then, you know, if that, if that opinion is, is worthy or uh, worthwhile, uh, or if there's a better idea, then, then we go with that. So we, we, we always try to keep uh, some kind of an open mind on that end, uh, because you know I'm I'm not a drummer. Mm. I would much rather have Oscar, who's a fantastic drummer, <laughs> do his drum drum bits. You know, uh, it seems more logical to me. And then of course we both me and Jonathan can say, well maybe try this instead or or, or whatever it is, but. Uh, so that there's always room to for people to do the the part that they're you know they know well otherwise it would seem um a bit silly maybe <laughs> to, okay. to rule with iron fist so uh, that's what i actually wanted to get to uh that's a beautiful a beautiful segue actually i wanted to kind of try and understand how you as a musician, kind of internalize the ideas presented to you and what filters do you then personally use to tweak them, build them, 
imbibe them maybe or you know even scrap them if need be essentially you remember you spoke about the tribulation frame as such mm-hmm. what is that frame uh, how do you arrive at that mindset uh, yeah good good question um, and i i did a few interviews this weekend where i had to think about this emailers mm. um, and it's it's kind of like i mean we have a few different ingredients uh, the one being the one that i tried to explain earlier with the nosferatu atmosphere and all that and there's a bit of it's always quite melancholic it's always quite sad almost um but with some kind of a some kind of hope <laughs> at the end of the tunnel and you have the ingredient of horror of course that we mentioned earlier um but when it comes to tribulation it is kind of like trying to it is quite intuitive i would say there's it, it, it's like there's a an inner compass for the band that we kind of have to try to align with um and it it seems to be working because we've we've always been changing quite a lot and that's that that was what i also was trying to explain earlier it's uh, if if we wanted to to write an album that sounded like our first album now that would be uh like making a you know a cover album <laughs> almost so, something that we're not so you you have these ingredients and then you just have to have faith in in the process kind of um and uh, and try to listen to that to try to listen to your intuition um however you do that i i'm i'm not sure but somehow it it always seems to fall into place uh, at the end of it and sometimes like it can be very frustrating because it seems like you're you're you you don't you're you're not getting anywhere but um again it, it it always ends up at the right place um at at the end anyway mm. okay right so you know we read an old vice interview where uh, jonathan says and i quote the band doesn't really have a place anywhere in metal so you know it's it's in context of how hard it's to classify tribulation now this was in 2018 would you say it's the same case uh, today well then then i don't really have an answer it's i mean because we still uh, maintain you know the growling vocals um i think we'll always be slotted into some kind of an extreme metal uh genre but um i mean we we draw inspiration from from many many different 
kinds of music, uh, many different kinds of metal as well. Uh, so I, 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 I don't know. I don't know where we, where we would fit really, except that we're extreme metal, but we're not really extreme either. So <laughs> yeah, it's difficult. Hmm. And okay. again, it, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's nothing like you would, <laughs> would have noticed now. It's not anything I, I ever think about really yeah 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 I th uh, that that's exactly what uh, I'm guessing uh, or rather that is the kind of answer I guess we were kind of looking for because yeah um, six albums in I don't think I, I think it's enough that there is a tribulation kind of metal yeah <laughs> yeah that, well yeah maybe <laughs> That okay. Would be, uh, an achievement, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, I've always found a lot of melody in most metal that comes from Sweden. I guess it's just mm -hmm. the concept of harmony and melody itself, which is so ingrained in Swedish music. Um, how much of Sweden, or rather Arvika, as such, is in your music? Uh, could tribulation have come from anywhere else in the world? Um, probably not. Uh, Why do you a, think that is? Uh, well, it, I think it uh, has something to do with uh, uh, Swedish folk music. Um, and I would say that <clears throat> I'm, I'm personally more inspired by the folk music that comes from the place my father is from. And it's a few hours north of, of Arvika. Um, and that is, uh, that might be where we get the melody and, like I said earlier, this melancholic um, vibe from, because it, I mean, that music to me is almost physical. <laughs> you get goosebumps and you're you know, your eyes tear up when you hear it. <laughs> um, so that's that's definitely that's definitely been uh, a, a big inspiration for the band, um, melody-wise at least. So uh, in that sense, I think we're a very Swedish band. But then again, a lot of our other influences are not Swedish in any way. You know, American metal and a uh, new wave of British heavy metal and, and all that. Yeah. I read this excellent interview that you did recently to promote this album, mm -hmm. uh, where you picked musicians who could be vampires. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Is that the most outlandish press you've ever done? And if yeah. not, <laughs> then what is? No, it, it definitely <laughs> is. It definitely is. Um, I haven't actually seen it published. Maybe I should <laughs> have a look at it. But uh, I, I spent um, I spent the morning writing it, uh, and it was I don't know. It was just such a a strange request that I kind of felt I had to make something. I really have a little, wish... have a little fun with it. <laughs> yeah, I really wish we had a lot more time because I really want to know why you picked Ace Freddy. <laughs> as to be a vampire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, a bit <laughs> of a long. <laughs> I guess he's he's been such a such a big inspiration for me, and because of his, you know, um, status as some kind of a rock idol, <laughs> um, you know, well, that, that 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 immortalizes him to some extent. So I guess that yeah. that was my, my reasoning. <laughs> No, and the fact that he's still, yeah, he's still alive and kicking, right? <laughs> yeah, so is the rest of the band. I know. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, on that note, Adam, thank you so much for sparing yeah. some time. I wish we had some more time to chat a bit more. Maybe yeah, the next time. Maybe when you're in India next. We'll host yeah, it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'll, come to, I'll come to Bombay. Or Done. Mumbai. What is it to you? Oh, Bombay. <laughs> still Bombay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Alright. All right. Have, have a good day. Yeah, you too. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Now, Peter, do you know how the dictionary defines or describes the word tribulation? I can't tell you verbatim, but I guess it has to do with some kind of struggle, right? Yeah, it's a cause of great trouble or suffering. But here's the question. Does the music that Tribulation makes make you feel that way? Yeah, I would say that one. I mean, really? Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you kind of really zone out and get into it, I mean, if you're listening into passing, yeah. Hmm. I am a bit divided on that. That's a thought we'd like you to ponder. And if you've got something you want to express, well, reach out to us. We are at hauntsupport.com. Or log on to the Twitter machine and tag us. We are at Hansapod. As always, I'm at Asmo Ani. And I'm at Trend Crusher. And this is Hansap. Hansap, guys. <laughs>